It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Yeah. I didn't know that about you. I didn't know either. <laughs> I learned something new every day. Why don't every you day. like people talking in your ear? I'm not sure. <laughs> Must be not? Like, is that why you like me, Slee? Yeah, exactly. Maybe that's why. Uh, I did not know that I didn't like people talking to my ear either, so I'll have to ask Laura when when that occurred. So we'll we'll go from there. The only thing, her seat, Emily's seat, we got a we got there's like a speaker issue there. When Funches yesterday was doing pre, okay, anytime actually Jorge as well. It doesn't matter what your volume is here, super high or super low. Oh. Uh, I, I got my volume all the way down. It's blown out of here. I think they were pressing something, but they didn't know which one it was. Because when M talks, it's not that bad. I, my ears were demolished yesterday. Emily, what I'd like you to do throughout the course of the show today is I'd have to take him off. Have a it's so bad. conversation with Al in his ear during the show to see how long he goes before he's like, stop talking in my ear. <laughs> I, I want to see like what the threshold is for your level of annoyance before you find the guy. Just stop talking in and my I ear. I know. I was I unaware. I don't mind it. I, I, I'm okay with it. I didn't know that you dis... I'm just taking it as a fact, even though you're telling me it's not true. No, then it is factual. <laughs> I'm just going... That's, I'm adding it to the list of Sliwa facts that Al doesn't like people talking in his ear. Where the hell did you get that from? Hey, hey how about that? Emily, did you, hear, did you see that what just happened right there? Oh, now she... We can't hear it at all. I can't... We. I got nothing from you. Um, We were betting on whether you'd notice or not. That's an amazing... And, and you saw it right away. Amazing. Yeah, thank you. I, if you're I noticed it right away, YouTube, but I'm like, oh, I'm going to wait here for yeah, a second. Yeah, uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, good job. Um, I think we're on YouTube, although, Al, your camera's not up. Maybe we're not on YouTube. But regardless, um, I have on my classic uniform of a quarter zip sweatshirt, yep. which is what I wear 90% of the time. It's, it's in the wardrobe. <laughs> Little Aztec awesome. logoed gear, a little Jordan brand uh, logoed gear. I was wondering if you would notice that it's a, an Aztec uh, logoed sweatshirt. Um, Kelly gave it to me for Christmas. That is amazing. That yeah. is awesome. And uh, SDSU, who, by the way, uh, yesterday, I think I mentioned it Monday. I look good in this, don't it, I? It's, you look like an Aztec. <laughs> you look like an Aztec. You look like... Um, Let's like, go to Trujillo's and get something to eat, and then we'll just kind of go roll to the game. And I'm basically a I student. got it. You're the offensive coordinator coach. You just <laughs> oh, man, you, no, no. Listen, listen. Me, the man. offensive line. You're that. That's <laughs> your crew. That's your crew. That's your guys. You we got one down. of the best offensive lines in See, the country. If you were Team Travis, what you would have said is, "You look like a cornerback still be in school." You look like you're walking around campus. You you know you shave your beard. You get some of that white out. You'd look like you could walk right into Poli Sci two fifty four. You throw a hat on and get a clipboard. Um, you are you're teaching something at <laughs> at SDSU. But not only did you not give me student status, which is fair, I'm not gonna lie about that. You went coordinator. Didn't even get the head coaching job. No, 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 because. <laughs> Right now, Brady Hoke's there, and he's disappointing, as and always. And then you went offensive line coach, which – and the offensive line coach is always a big, fat slob. That's just – that's the way – you didn't say DB's coach. <laughs> you didn't say linebacker coach. Okay, can I just – can I throw this out there? If I said you're the cornerbacks, right, The cor you're, you're just focused on them. Yeah. And you're trying – there's a play out there where somebody's doing it wrong, and now all of a sudden you're going to jump in as a corner. We'd put on the film. And <laughs> We go no no. Let me let me show you how Dion did it, <laughs> right? I'm gonna, let me show you how Champ Bailey used to cover these guys. I'm not uh, gonna go. Awesome. I'm gonna do this, but that you think I'm in there as the offensive line? Go no, you got to plant that foot nice and tight inside yeah. the shoulder yep. pads. <laughs> Set hut. That's a good spot for you right there. I don't. Well, the, the reason I'm offended by it is because it's too accurate. That that's the problem. It's a little too accurate. So I'm I think I mentioned. Thank you for noticing. I think I mentioned Monday that uh, SDSU is ranked number twenty two. Um, the moment I did that, they, they lost them. yesterday. Who they lose to? Nevada. Are they any good? They're seventeen and six. Oh, so they're not as good as SDSU the is seventeen and five. If I'm correct, because I thought I saw something on Twitter, I think they rushed the court. It was in it was in Nevada. Um, they rushed the court in, okay, on January. Okay, guys, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna defend Nevada in this one. SDSU is clearly a a top twenty five powerhouse. In the country sure <laughs> and if you beat them on a tuesday night in january the final day of january i think you should be okay to rush the court 
No. How does Dude, SDSU get in the – every time they get in the ranking, they're out. Here's, here's the list of times it's okay to rush the court. When you beat the number one team in the country. Oh, no, no, no. Yes. no I disagree with that. What, what, what else does it matter? You beat the number five team in the country, you can't rush the court? No. No. There we're, are plenty of schools that are no, rushing the court at number that's five. That's different. Then they're all wrong. What I'm saying is you beat the number one team in the country, go crazy. Go tear down the goalpost, right? Rush the field, go onto the court, yeah. jump up and down at center yeah. court, do your thing. Beating the number five team, who cares? I mean, okay, let dude, me. If you, if you yeah. knock them out in the conference tournament, yep. different, right? Because we're, we're playing for some. But Nevada's got to go play Utah State in two days. Okay, <laughs> let, me cl- let me clarify something. If somebody's not ranked. Mm-hmm. But they had four votes in the AP. I'm rushing the. I'm rushing the court. <laughs> yeah, if you don't even have to look, be ranked if, in my in my world. If you're nine and ten and you beat a team that's ten and nine, rush the court. Rush the court. <laughs> just rush the court. We at halftime. We got the lead at the half. Let's just go out there and rush the court at the half and see what's going on. No, what look, happened? Oh, we had to stop the game with eleven minutes left in the second half because they rushed. Right they took a three point lead. Do it all the time, but if they're wrong all the time. When you beat Ohio State in football, rush the damn field, right? If you beat Alabama, Bro, but that means rush there's, the field. there's never going to be times where that, people rush the that's rush the, whole the court. Point. It needs to be special, not because UC Riverside beat Santa Barbara. Who cares? I may full like that. rush the court <laughs> at are. any time. I know you are. We got to ask Sedano today. That's right. Should be a good. We're, we're already getting a few coming in. Um, Jorge, like I like to say, when people mm-hmm. are doing a good job, I like to give them credit. When I need a little more, where are, are they right now? Going to need a little more. Okay. Going to need a Come little on, more. Come on, guys, bring it in here. So we we need. We're good, but I would like it to be better. There, I think we'll couple. get some calls to have 1045. Have some fun. Have some weird ones in there. Ask, yes. Get to the bottom of Sedona. Rush I, the court. I, I, <laughs> have do, a good time. Do the Ask Slee equivalent of rushing <laughs> the court. We have a couple of classics that we'll get to as well, and there's a couple that are specific to Sedona and Cap that we'll, yeah. we'll certainly get to. There's one about you, which are my favorite ones. So we'll, we'll get to – I maybe there's one coming up about you not liking having people talk to you Could in be. your ear. It Could be. <laughs> Maui Invitational, third game of the season. Rush the floor. <laughs> rush the court. The Slee, if the team with the worst record wins the game, they rush the court, right? That's that's. What if two 500 teams play each other? Do you rush the court Show then? some class. Don't rush. <laughs> Show some We're freaking class. We're both three and three. Whoever wins rushes the court. Don't look pathetic out there if you're 500. They rush the court. Gotta say, That's in Virginia pathetic. basketball history, as long as I've been there, we've never rushed the court. We've beaten Duke. We've beaten the big guys. But like, it's because you gotta act like yeah, you've you been guys there. Don't have a good time. But you're also con- competing for yes. ACC titles, yeah. for number national one seeds, yeah. national championships. Yep. These are the things. Yeah. We I rushed the court. When I told you the story. We beat the but no- that yeah that was, number one that team in America, good. UNLV, mm-hmm. my freshman year at Santa Barbara. Stacy Ogman and Greg Anthony, Larry Johnson. And most scurry. How is that a college Jackals. team? I don't know. I don't know. How much did they get paid? And, and we beat them in Santa Barbara on Big Monday. And 18 year old Travis was there Amazing. jumping around going crazy. How Amazing. many times was like? Only time I've done it. Oh, we rushed definitely. No. Yeah, no, we rushed a couple times. Bobby, when he was at Oregon, they beat somebody they weren't supposed to beat. I think we beat Arizona one time, and we all. But Oregon's good. But that that so he rushed the court, rushed the field after Oregon beat somebody that was decent, but in not, football. Yes, I'm like Bob. Mm. Come on, man. Was it Ohio State? No, that it, was in it, Ohio State. It wasn't. Yeah. It was. It was in Arizona Eugene. State. It was something like that. It wasn't Arizona, but it was like I don't know Stanford. It was one of those. What are you guys doing? There are rules to these. Okay, they, listen, listen. I'm I'm fine with the rules. Your rules are extreme. <laughs> They're exclusive. to only beating the number one team. Come on. Yeah, during the regular season, it needs to be the number one team. It needs. To be that the means no one's one going to rush. No, the number one team loses all the time. It's now it's not going to be fun. <laughs> happen- Add a um, little bit. How of many spice. times has the number one team lost this year? I bet you it's four or five times. Yeah. But if you're number six and you beat number one, you can't rush the court. If you're, I, I think they should extend the rankings from top 25 to top 40, allowing more people to rush, more games to be I rushed. was very worried. I think it was maybe two nights ago. It was Syracuse versus UVA, and Syracuse was beating UVA at one point in time. And I was like, if they're going to rush the dang court against us, we're number six. Yeah. We're not number one. It's it's ridiculous. It's, it is. It is. I agree. Jesus, Tom Brady, going Al, on here? is done. Again, yeah, maybe, probably feels more like 
permanent this time, 45 years old, 23 seasons in the NFL. What a bum. 10 Super Bowl appearances, seven Super Bowl championships, five Super Bowl MVPs, three regular season MVPs, the all-time leader in yards, the all-time leader in touchdowns. There's really nothing that – there's not a superlative that exists that he doesn't own. And this one feels far more permanent than the one he had. Emily, did you tell me it was exactly yeah, one exactly year ago today? Day. Yes, February, February 1st, 1st, 2022. Mm-hmm. Also, suspiciously, the same weekend that his movie, 80 for Brady, is coming out. <laughs> what, does he have to attend the red carpet or whatever, no, whatever but you're, it okay. is? So here's here's my conspiracy theory hat that I'm going to put on. So he it's you know, he had a link on his no. on his video saying <laughs> buy <laughs> tickets. Just, just hear me out, guys. Hear me out. Enter the promo code retirement <laughs> for five dollars off. <laughs> hear me out. So That's he awesome. uh, lost a lot of money with the FTX stuff. He was one of the people that uh, you know believed in it. Lost a lot of money doing that. He's a producer on this movie. We we talked about yesterday how who's this movie for? What's the audience? We don't know how it's going to do in the box office. All the good stuff. He can't afford to lose money on this. He put money oh, yes, into this can. movie. Okay. <laughs> and then he's going to go, oh, I'm retiring officially this time. And just so happens to be the same weekend that this movie with these Oscar-winning actresses are going to premiere this weekend. Just saying, if it does well this weekend... Don't be surprised. I'm pro conspiracy. I heard theory. the pitch. I, I'm walking out. Of I heard the pitch. pitch. Yeah, I'm walking out. Not sold. I, no. I, I, I was I not was, sold. I never even sat down. Yep. <laughs> I walked in. I got my bottle of water. Saw the materials on the on this computer screen. I'm like, nah, I'm out. You know what? I'm now <laughs> no longer rushing the floor. <laughs> but he's, in any he's, game, he I don't even they take out a number one. I don't want nothing to do with it. Win the national championship later. I'm gonna go home and <laughs> have a cup of tea and call it a night. That's the right way to do it. We'll talk about Tom Brady. We'll talk about what this means. Sean Payton has a new job in the NFL and that's really bad news if you're one of the 10 Charger fans that exist here in Los Angeles and of course the Lakers got to win and Slee I'm going to need you to stage an intervention for me when we come back it's Travis Slee 710 ESPN this podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza the number one pick in Detroit style pizza why it's simple Jets is better with the thickest crispiest cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country there's no competition Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. I love our people, Sleep. Okay. I really do. So you just say, hey, listen, give me a little more. They delivered. We're good. Keep sending them. We got Asadano coming up in about a half an hour from right now, but uh, we're good to go. 877-710-ESPN if you want to do it on the phones, but uh, they stepped up. Just ask and ye shall receive. So Kate, uh, Mark Cates here at the station said, don't rush the court. But I think that has more to do with the fact that I said Arizona's when we rushed, which is where he went to school. If I'd have said any other school, he'd have said, yeah, go ahead and rush the court. If you rush the court, you yeah. are declaring that you believe your school is inferior, that you believe you Correct. have no business being out there. That you were lucky. It was a miracle. That, that you were lucky, that it no. was a miracle. No, one of those I think things. what you are doing is you are saying God is on my side and I <laughs> praise the Lord above. But yeah, that, I think that's that, is, the that is the other thing. That Most college students are thinking when they are rushing Divine court. intervention needed to take place for us to beat that team. That's, that's what I heard you say. Could right be that. There. So I don't know if you remember this. You, you'll remember this. Do you remember at the very beginning, not even before the show, it was right before the show started, you yep. handed me a bag or you didn't, you said, hey, I got it's some a bag full of cash. No, do you remember what you offered me yesterday? And I declined. Oh, yesterday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, uh, the cookies. The peanut butter cookies. Yeah, yeah. You went to the bakery and you bought big ass peanut butter cookies, right? Yeah. And you said, hey, Trav, I got cookies. I saw you give one to Emily. I saw you mm-hmm. give one to Taylor. And you said, would, would you want to say, you know, I'm, I'm okay. No, thank no, you. You don't do that stuff. Not typically. Mm-hmm. 
And then fast forward, <laughs> fast forward to uh, later in the day, Bergman puts these out, the yeah. Girl Scout cookies thin in, the, in the kitchen and the Thin Mints. And I love a good Thin Mint, frozen Thin Mint in particular. Um, and I said, you know, what, I'm okay. And we brought them in and I took them all the way back out. And then I said, yeah, you know, I kind of broke down. I had three. But three cookies, three Thin Mints, that's that many. That's not crazy. So Amanda claimed they are smaller too. They, she said that they, might be. they, you know, they might be... There might be some Girl Scouts out there um, trying to work on their profit margin and saying, you know, if we make these a little smaller, this is what our profit's going to look like. So I had three, okay? Three, if you're watching this on YouTube, I had yeah. three. Nothing crazy. It's a, I would argue that's a very responsible amount of Girl Scouts. respectable. Goodness. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Go home last night. Our conversation about Susan's homemade pizza kind of inspired me, so I ordered real pizza. <laughs> Got got a real pizza last night. Love that. Um, While she's making pizza, he's like, "That's awesome. It's a great idea. I'm gonna grab some pizza." Well, great new spot in my neighborhood, by the way. A little local joint, fantastic Brooklyn City Pizza. Shout out to you guys. Mm. Really good. Um, anyway, so we get a pizza, and Michael and Bobby and I split this pizza. Okay, okay. have two good sized slices of pizza. Really good. I'm done. I'm thinking, you know, I could use a little something sweet to sure. kind of cap off sure. tonight. And we have um, those Pepperidge Farm Milano cookies that have the little dark chocolate. Ooh, yeah, those are nice. love those. Those are really those good. Are nice. And they come two to a pack, right? Do they you sell open those up, at Costco? They sell them everywhere, really. Okay. I feel like every time I go to Costco, I see those. I they, don't know why. They, okay. I'm sure they do. Okay. So there's two per pack. I get out a little pack. I have two little Milano cookies. Perfect. I'm in a perfect good spot. Good to go. Had right? some pizza. A little couple had of Milano's. sweets after that. Okay. Susan comes home. Mm-hmm. And Michael says to her, hey, uh, is there any more, like, Michael doesn't like those Milano cookies. And he says, is there any, like, treats or anything in the house? And and she goes, oh, yeah, it's funny you mention that. The Girl Scout cookies showed up at work today. They're in the trunk of the car. Michael goes out to the trunk of the car okay. and comes in with multiple boxes of every variety. Every one. If the Girl Scouts make it, mm-hmm. I have more than one box in my mm-hmm. house multiple thin mints multiple what are the coconut ones em i forget the uh, name samoas. some multiple samoas those are amazing. multiple peanut butter patties whatever those are called yep we have the shortbread ones and we have the uh the peanut butter sandwich cookies can i okay. guess what you did next oh dosey dos that's what they were called we were trying to talk about what the name of it was yesterday the, the, the peanut butter patty the peanut butter sandwich cookies ones are the dosey dos okay. or at least they used to be called dosey yes yeah. anyway your next move, your immediate next move, and Taylor, you tell me if you agree with this or not. Your immediate next move was you started doing P90X. <laughs> you immediately <laughs> threw on the old DVD that you had, and you just freaking got to work. If P90X has a portion of the routine where it's to see how many cookies you can eat in about a five-minute window, then yes, I did. Al. Did you breathe between cookies? I was such a disgusting monster. This is not a buffet. I'm laying down on my couch. Literally laying down on my couch. My head's propped up on the end. I'm watching TV. And I'm shoving cookies into my mouth as fast. I'm not even tasting them. I'm just shoving them in one after the... I haven't swallowed the first one before the the second second one's one's going in. in. Are you mixing flavors and everything? Of course. Hey, Mike, bring, bring me a couple of those uh, peanut butter ones. Oh, bring me the uh, the samosas. Bring me, you know, go, go back to the Thin Mints. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't want to exaggerate. I probably had 15 or 16 of them. No, you did them. not have I really, truly did. I and, and as I'm eating them, I'm like, you're you're disgusting. Mm-hmm. You're a loser. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're you, not- need, you need to stop. I'm not even tasting them. It was like I had been unhinged that I had lost my damn mind. I couldn't stop eating them. I had this shame spiral after mm-hmm. it had happened, mm-hmm. and I'm looking. I'm covered in crumbs. I looked like a bum. I looked like the most depressing, unimpressive person you've ever seen in your life, and now I feel better having told you. Can you do me a favor next time you're in a moment like that, which could be in about four hours? <laughs> um <laughs> Can you do me a favor? Next time that you're in that position, instead of shaming yourself the way you did, right? Try, just see if it helps at all. If you said, you know what? You're a good person. You know what? You have actually an incredible amount of, uh, uh, what am I looking for here? Self-control. (laughs) Self-control. 
just see if that messes with your mind at all and if that slows down your consumption. Like I, affirmations to yourself. <laughs> affirmations. Like you, you listen to it on a podcast too and you have someone that you love. You are I don't great. know, Jennifer Connolly reading it to you too. So you're like, okay, I got to listen to Jennifer. You are a Jennifer. good person. I've never felt worse about myself. You never eat more than 1,500 calories I, a day. I looked down and I was covered in just bits of every type of cookie that they make. <laughs> just, I, it was, it looked like a, a, like a, a weasel had snuck into the house and eaten the cookies. A raccoon under uh, his <laughs> Exactly. It okay, was terrible. Help me out with the crumbs because I'm assuming you're not taking three bites per cookie. So you're just putting the whole cookie in well, your mouth. Well, I've got, I've got like five or six of them in my hand. So as you take them out, they're gonna, the little pieces are going to fall off. And, I thought and it would be like a clean crime scene. No. You just kind of go in, everything. No, they, if this were a crime over. scene, there was, there was cookie splatter all over the walls. <laughs> there was. What's this idiot doing? <laughs> Fingerprints everywhere. Hair it was DNA. Awful. And, and I woke up this morning and, you know, I don't know about you, mm-hmm. like usually my first conscious thought of the day is what's coming up for work? What do I have to do? You know, I, I got to do this. What's traffic going to be like? My very first conscious thought of the morning was, I can't believe I ate all those oh, cookies. Oh yeah, no, that happens. I can't believe I, I don't ate think that, that many cookies. I don't think any Keep in mind, you I have, had pizza and Milano's before I did that. Anytime you have a night like that where you just freaking go crazy- that waking up in the morning, we, we talked about it. Doing Laker games late, and you get home, and it's eleven thirty or midnight. You don't just say, "I'm gonna have an apple and go to bed." <laughs> like that doesn't happen. And you wake up six, seven hours later, and you're sitting there telling yourself, "What the hell did you just do?" I hadn't been drinking. I hadn't been doing anything. I just watching TV. I'd had a nice night, enjoyed the company of my sons. I, I was watching a little basketball, and then those cookies walked through the damn door, and it was on. And I completely morphed into a different person. It was disgusting, and I, I thank I'm you very for sharing. Hopefully, we, we it helped a little bit. Helped. Tom Brady done for good this time. Yeah, I think TB is done. I think it's done. I, I think, um, you know, to be honest with you, I thought last year when he made his announcement, I, I, I wouldn't have been shocked if he would have come back. But I think this time it is different because he did retire and unretire once already. I don't think he would do it again. I think he has whatever money that's going to come his way when he starts doing some TV, unless there's another movie production. I I think this time, I think it's for real. I do too. I think that this one, and and I'll I'll play this for you. Here's what he had to say about calling it quits this time. Good morning, guys. I'll get to the point right away. I'm retiring for good. I know the process uh, was a pretty big deal last time, so when I woke up this morning, I figured i just press record let you guys know first so i uh, won't be long-winded like you only get one super emotional retirement essay and i used mine up last year so i uh, really thank you guys so much to every single one of you for supporting me my family my friends my teammates my competitors uh, i could go on forever there's too many thank you guys for allowing me to live my absolute dream i wouldn't change a thing Love you all. All right, so that was Tom Brady posted that this yep. morning, and remember, he, remember, he got a little bent out of shape, his nose a little out of joint when last year they kind of hijacked his yeah. retirement announcement. Mm-hmm. So he just this was up at six o'clock in the morning. He's like, "We're not. I'm just putting it out there myself." It sounded very sincere. You could tell he was getting a little emotional there at the end. I think he's probably done. Yeah. I think that's probably the end of the line, but I'm not going to bet my house on it. I, I still think that there's that scenario that exists, and I don't get me wrong here. I'm not saying that this guy is as good as Tom Brady, mm-hmm. but we've seen it enough, and we saw it fairly recently. Eric Weddle came out of retirement after a couple of years to basically just play the playoffs with the Rams, that they needed a little help. Let's say that the 49er situation that we just went through, yep, right, where – Trey Lance goes down, Jimmy Garoppolo goes down, and instead of having Brock Purdy, who turns out to be a very capable NFL player, is not. You've got a really good team with all these weapons, a really good defense, a very good coach, running a system that you're reasonably familiar with. That scenario, I think, would be appealing to Tom Brady. Hey, listen, you just want to come back in, drop in, play for a month or two, see if you can tag another Super Bowl onto your resume. I think that I don't think he's going to come back and play another season. Mm-hmm. But under those very special circumstances, I could see him going, that would be kind of a neat little wrinkle. I wonder if I could get number eight if I just played two months with T-Max. I never really thought about that. And, and actually, when you bring it up. Because that comes up occasionally. When you bring it up, if there's a perfect scenario out there, if there's a, 
hey, I could come in. I know I have the right offensive line. I know I have the right weapons. I know I have a defense that can win us games. I know just kind of putting all those pieces together. Um, maybe this is me just taking him by his word. I think he's done. I, I, I Can it come up in his thought, hey, what if I did this? What if I did that? Well, you're 45 years old, and you've done everything that he's done, that he's accomplished. Mm-hmm. And you could easily make the case, Al, he did this a year ago. He was 44 years old. So <laughs> right. why would that? Why would one year change everything? Um, but when you're 45, and you kind of went through his – Emily had printed us, printed us out. It's a 10 like a pages, uh, literally, <laughs> of just accolades and everything that he's accomplished over his career. Um, I don't know, man. It, to come back again, I know you could easily say, well, Jordan what's left What's left to do it? But he already did it. I know. That's Jordan, only- Jordan retired more than once? Yeah, I, I, th- I mean, he did. I mean, uh, problem was he was coming back really in his... I, I, he wasn't 45 years old. No, he you're, wasn't. You're, you're right about that. But he, and, and I think that the same reason that Jordan came back a couple of different times is why I'm saving 2%. Where Tom, I I think he's probably done out. I put it ninety eight percent, but I'm I'm not a hundred percent sure mm-hmm. because the thing that I believe Michael Jordan came back for the thing that a lot of these guys come back for after sitting out for a while they get bored. They 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 Tom Brady has more you're, money than you're he, never Trev. You're never going to be able to never get, that that There's high that nothing that, you that get, exists like that. And, and you've heard athletes nothing. talk about it. You you've heard athletes say that there are. You, there's nothing you will be able to do in your life that's going to put you in the same position as an AFC championship game where you're going out and everybody's screaming your name and everywhere you go, it's only going to go this way, yeah. right? Like, and I, I, I mean that from popularity-wise, relevance-wise, all that stuff. They are, they are heroes, heroes until they stop playing. And I'm not saying they're regular people after they're that, not but, reg- it's, but it's they're not that different. anymore. They're they're not that you're not in the the arena. You're not a part of the real action. And this is why I think he's going to be a really crummy broadcaster. He's going to be bored out of his mind. What is Tom Brady going to see in a football game that's going to get him excited? Mm-hmm. That he hasn't done. That he knows how to do it. That oh, I've done that. I've won that. I've won this game. I've won that game. I've thrown that interception. There's he's completely underwhelmed by the football watching part of it. not the playing part of it because that gives you the juice but what what he's going to get excited about going to talk to the offensive coordinator of the Atlanta Falcons on Friday afternoon <laughs> come on man that that's a good job for Slee for Travis to be a part of this for you know Greg Olson for Tony Romo these are great job for Tom Brady there's a reason Joe Montana stunk at it and Drew Brees stunk at it and Dan Marino stunk at this job it's because it's like I, guys sitting here watching I've, I've played in all of these games this doesn't move the needle for me at all the money may keep him there anyway yeah but I don't think he's going to have that passion that the really good guys bring to that gig it's like what, what, do you, what do you want me to get excited about this so I, I will say that I, I think if let's just use as an example Jordan when he did retire was not in a booth no LeBron will not be in a booth Kobe was as far from a booth as you can possibly be um, and by the way he would have been great at it mm-hmm. he, because he's opinionated he's not scared he doesn't care if he pisses anybody off mm-hmm. he was Arguably exactly what you're looking. Brady's pretty cautious. He's pretty careful about what he says about other people. Let, let's just say this. If he sits in a booth and he's good at it, or he sits in a booth and he decides to do it for 10 years, um, I think the football part of it is a is a percentage of it. The other part of it, I'm just going to go make $300 million. Right? But, and so, so just to kind of go off what you said, I don't know how he's going to be. I don't know if it's – you're never. he's never going to feel something in a booth – the way I, I actually one of my favorites to listen to is Tony Romo. Yeah, but Tony Romo, I think that's like the perfect person that played in the league just long enough. Um, never won a super. They didn't have all these. This is a great gig for him, sure. and you could kind of feel that when he gets into one of those booths, you feel his excitement because maybe that that's still there. He doesn't he doesn't have X amount of Super Bowls that he walked through. That's going to be tough for Tom it's Brady. It's really hard to bring a level of excitement for something that you've seen or done a thousand times before. It's really hard. And, and it, the guys that can do it are very, very special. That they, they still have that. Like, oddly, Peyton Manning, I think, still has this incredible passion for NFL football and football in general and performing and being in front of a camera. He's really good at it. 
I don't get that sense from Tom Brady. Tom Brady doesn't strike me as a guy that wants to perform in front of a camera. Peyton does, and he's great at it. Yeah. But Brady feels more like, yeah, you guys go ahead, and I'm just going to go over here and Tom Brady do and my his thing. negotiations with Fox. He's like, really, guys, I'm just not interested. It's not what I do. And then they said, here's kind of the yeah. terms we're looking at. Guys, I've never been more interested. This is a passion of mine. <laughs> add another one, and you got me. That's that's how that negotiation went. Lakers win in overtime. They break the uh, little overtime snafu that they had, but not after nearly doing what they do at the end of the game over and over again. That's coming up next. Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Gotten a few of those. Gotten a few <laughs> gifts of Cookie Monster. Why, I got another happened? one Nothing of uh, some other animated character eating a whole bunch of cookies. So you had 34 cookies. There's a bib. So take a look at this real quick. Oh, I saw that one. You yeah. see that bib right yeah. there? That, that way it just catches, like, catches the all the crumbs. Yep. You could probably use that. And then you probably, there's enough crumbs for one full cookie. So then you don't <laughs> let one. They, what it should have is to have some sort of hydraulic press <laughs> that puts it together and reforms a cookie. You have like a little cookie cutter yeah. die at the end and just come up with another one. There's a business idea. I'm full of them. I'm full of them. All right, so we all know that Tom Brady is the goat of the NFL, and so uh, I sent you, I gave you guys this big old packet this morning of all the statistics and uh, you know records that he's broken, all that good stuff. So I'm going to ask you one of these things. Don't look at the sheet. Don't look at the sheet, Alan. I want you to get right. All right, so here is my the more you know about Tom Brady segment. So he has won seven championships and has won multiple MVPs. There are six other people across sports that have done the same thing. Seven championships, multiple MVP awards. Can you name two of them? Seven championships and multiple MVPs. Bill yes. Russell. Bill Russell. Ding. For sure. Uh, seven Wilt championships. Wilt didn't have seven championships. Jordan didn't have seven championships. LeBron doesn't. Or he had more, and no, but and zero did not MVPs. have MVPs. Um. Um, Seven it's got to be the Celtics. got to be another oh. player from the Celtics. Is it Wayne Gretzky? No. Um, Any guesses? Seven? I'm t- hold on a second. I'm trying to think. Seven? Uh, uh, seven. Is there a baseball player on the list? The, most of them are baseball players. Most of them are baseball. Seven times. Uh, Yogi Berra? Ding, ding, ding. That yeah. is two of them. So it's Yogi Berra, Joe DiMaggio, Mickey Mantle, Lou Gehrig, Bill Russell, and Gene... Bellavo? Bellavi? Do you know? Oh, it's a hockey player. player. Hockey player. Love yeah. that guy. And then Tom Brady. Seven championships, multiple MVP awards. Damn. So the more you know. You, that, that's a good one. I like that. That You strike me as a Gene Bellavu guy. I have three of his jerseys. I have his <laughs> road, home, and then Alternate. His- the alternate, the Sunday City alternates. Edition. City edition. Exactly. Exactly. You have um, Sedale Threat, Anthony Peeler- Eldon Campbell, bro. If you and stop, Bellevue. if you stop leaving Eddie Jones out of the mix, <laughs> and Eddie, I was, you didn't put Eddie finish. in, man. You didn't let me finish. I like. We were listening to the uh, the imaging coming in, and they were talking about you don't like people talking in your ear. Apparently and you looked I did at not. me, and it, it's very funny because you, you gave me that sincere Alan Sleewa look. You're like, Trav, I have no idea what they're talking about. Maybe I do do it, and I just don't know that I do it. <laughs> I don't know. I've never seen you get frustrated with her. It's just because yeah. I don't do it very often because I know it's so loud. So I don't. I, I try only to do it in like specific situations. So you know what I'm talking about with the loud. Well, no, because you've told me. <laughs> it is T. Raj. If you sat here and there's some malfunction going on between these two, but it wouldn't even be that because with with Laura and Lindsay, I'm usually on the phone when I'm calling in and doing their thing. So it has nothing to do with that. 
Have you worked like was when well, you were doing, I worked games with? I, you, and when you were doing Sliwa at Sunset, was she on the board? No. no? I'm trying to figure out where the uh, the disconnect where you don't oh. like it is. We'll just ask them when I see. Them we should get Funches in today. on this. See if Funches gets has a similar story of you hating Could be. people talking to you in your ear. Nobody talked to me. Damn it. <laughs> I, I do like that. We'll go live. You're the answer to the question. I do like that. Uh, Lakers win. Finally, they win a game in overtime. Um, and thankfully, I, I don't want to say they put it away early in overtime, but they took the lead in overtime early and kind of hung on to it, and then they they finished it off the way that you would hope. But they nearly did it again at the end of the game, Slee. It felt like, okay, they're in a good spot to win this game. And the next thing you know, you turn around, and it's tied at the end. And yeah. I don't want to dwell on the negative too much, but it was just another example of end-the-game problems that they're having. LeBron had another amazing night. He's now fifth on uh, the all-time fourth. fourth. You're right. He passed Steve Nash for just fifth. Just go by two guys. <laughs> two guys in one night. One night. And and it's just they, they won. They had to win. Yeah. They get a night off before they go again. But – it just felt like a major bullet dodge because had that one gone the other way, I mean, they're still where they are where they are, but that felt so familiar, only they finally got a win. Okay, so a couple things here. Um, somebody, I, I had somebody call into the post game, and they was like, I said something to the effect of, you know, Al, your tone almost doesn't sound like they won the game. And he wasn't wrong. And, and listen, the Lakers need wins. Period. So they're now four games below 500. They could have been six games below 500. So they got the win against the Knicks. Um, the problem is, Bron played 43 minutes again yesterday because he had to go to overtime. Yeah. Okay. And I'm not saying the difference between 38 and 43 is. Well, when you do it all the time, the it biggest, matters. but it does matter. Um, I don't know what they do during the end of games. So I put to the side. It's Al, not, I, I'm sorry to interrupt, but neither do they. That's the problem. Okay. So. I'm going to use I'm going to use last night as a perfect example. Bron hits a three, and he hits a three with about a minute thirty left, maybe mm -hmm. a minute forty. Lakers go up six. The three he took is just a bad defensive play by the Knicks. He had a wide open three. He took it. It's a good shot because he's wide open. Hits a three, he makes it. Still a minute forty left, and then all of a sudden, and, and by the way, we see this in every freaking sport. It makes no sense. Now we're just going to run clock. No, no, it's a minute and 40 left. There's enough time for them to come back. Whether you run clock or not, all they have to do is just hit a bucket on one end, mm -hmm. get a stop, hit a bucket. You running the clock doesn't mean anything. You need to continue to score. So the Lakers go into their prevent defense. Braun is just dribbling the ball. They don't run a play. I mean, they're technically trying to run a play saying, well, AD is going to set a screen. They're not running a play. I agree. You get all the way down to about 22 seconds left or two seconds left on the shot clock, 22 have ran, then you're jacking up a bad shot. The game goes to overtime where that game had no business in going Couldn't into overtime. More. How about this? How about, more. how about four seconds left in the game? Now the Knicks have the ball. They had a and chance. And you have a chance to actually lose. Yeah. And if it wasn't for Thibodeau, who's saying, Randall, why don't you go one-on-one -on -one versus Anthony Davis, yeah. rather than give the ball to Jalen Brunson, who had 37 in the game, guys. made no sense what they did, yeah. Lakers had a legitimate chance to lose that game the, yesterday. Al, this is, this is why... I don't have a great deal of confidence in them being super dangerous if they get in at all. This is a pattern. This is something that they've struggled with all season long. You can have a night where at the end of the game you just kind of go brain dead and everybody tricks it off and you have a bad night. It happens, right? Even in the NBA, it's going to happen. You're going to have a bad end-of-game sequence or two. This is what they do. And look, I... LeBron needs to know better about taking bad threes at the end of games, running plays at the end of games. He's LeBron James. He's all the things that we know he is. He takes some responsibility for sure. But Darvin Ham, when he sees a bad possession like that, let's call a timeout. Let's get – guys, what are we doing here? Let's get back to what we were doing. And they don't. They just continue to have these terrible end-of-game sequences. Mm -hmm. And that's the coach's fault. You, you One happens to anybody. Two – all right, this has happened, what, this happened three times in the last two weeks. It happens all the time. That's a coaching problem. He's young, he's inexperienced, and it, hopefully it will get better, but it's not getting better in the short term. They have to get better at that because playoff games, play-in games, they're going to be close. You don't get blowouts in the playoffs yeah. very often. Yeah. They're going to be close, and if you can't execute end-game situations, you're going to get beat. So th this is the, there's two angles for me on this with Darvin Ham. 
I think one of the things that makes Darvin Ham a good coach in the NBA, good head coach, he's got a lot of confidence in his guys. Sure. And the fact that it's LeBron and Anthony Davis sure. and it's not a young team where I think you'd be quicker to say, time out this, that, whatever the case is. I think the other problem with Darvin Ham is so I, I use that as a positive that he's got incredible amount sure. of trust in his guys. I, I'm with you. And then I also use it as a negative because there needs to be that middle ground of listen, I got Braun, I got this, I got that. However, if at any point I don't like where this is going, I'm a drop a play. Yes. So I think there is a balance of Yeah, but what, it isn't balanced. It's, it's always right just let the thing play out. And if look, if you let it play out and you keep coming out on the right side, great. Yeah. But you're not. So you just, keep coming out on the wrong side. Just go back to it. Let's just use these last couple of games. It's happened against Philly. It's happened against Boston. It's happened against Dallas. It's happening. So they've had some of those moments. Now we could sit back and somebody yesterday was calling in and saying, yeah, it's the ref. I'm like, my man, Stop. it's not just the refereeing, okay? Stop. Okay, refereeing, they have had some games that hurt them. They've also put themselves in a bad spot. You were talking the Boston game. Well, why is Patrick Beverly fouling when you're up three Stop. for an add one? Yeah. They've also had their own moments where you could look at it and say, that's just not good basketball. Ask Sedano coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right, here we go. It is Ask Sedano. George, how are you feeling this morning? Uh, I'm good, guys. I'm actually uh, looking at uh, Dodger single-game tickets, which go on sale today. All yeah, right, you, there you, got, go. you got a couple in mind that you're already targeting? Well, I mean, I generally have to like target it like late June or even late July uh, sure. because I got to sneak it around the NBA regular season and playoffs, and then, of course, there's summer league. So I, I only have like a couple of games I can actually take the family to. So I'm looking in that range right now. Why were you so quick to guess Sliwa as the guy who doesn't like to have someone whisper in his ear? Well, because I feel like, I mean, I just quickly deduced it, right? So <laughs> yep. John has worked in television before um, and worked on game broadcasts forever. Uh, Mason has worked in TV. Uh, you um, worked uh, on a number of different platforms, including, by the way, being the guy in the ear. Uh, let's not forget that part of the equation. So you understand what that entails. Where I feel like Slee, uh, I'm a little disappointed, Slee. I feel like you need to work on this. You're on TV with Jim Hill every week. Yeah. Tell him to start talking in your ear. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Here we go. The first one. This is from Jason Villalobos, who says, obviously, you love doing your show with Cap, but... Yeah. If you were forced to pick a different co-host from 710, who would it be? Talent producers, board ops included. Um, do I get to do like an ensemble or does it have to be one person? Ensemble. Um, honestly, I'd love to do a show with you guys one day because I feel like Slee and I have the whole basketball thing. Travis, I feel like you're the easiest person to get along with at this station Thank in you. general. And I've never worked... Um, with Emily before um, so I, I mean I, I feel like that in itself Taylor I've worked with like once or twice he's filled in for us so I like Taylor uh, so yeah I feel like there'd be some newness to it you know just the marriage gets stale after a while <laughs> Cappy and I don't you know they don't we don't canoodle like we used to you know he wants to but I'm I'm, I'm just saying it, yeah. George I'm just saying once you introduce the third party into the marriage it can go bad very quickly I'm I get it saying. I get it but you know what it gets a you know a variety is the spice of life George we're I mean? available uh, Friday <laughs> Monday and Wednesday if you're okay. available these All next right. few fair days. enough I'll look into the schedule All right Hovick says uh, Sedano, why do you always start or look for conflict with the other hosts? Oh, I mean, come on. Who doesn't want to be a pain in the ass? I feel like there was someone on Twitter who actually nailed this correctly. Sedano is the perfect uh, blend of understanding, uh, 
people's plight, but also really willing to be a pain in the ass. <laughs> um, so I, that's me. Like, you know, I, I, I generally am... I feel like in real life, I like to be, because I don't feel like this is real life. Um, in real life, I, I try to be empathetic towards people. and uh, But here, it's like, come on. I mean, we're just, we're playing in the toy department here. You know what I mean? Like I do the you know, opposite, Sedano. I'm like, I'm a pretty affable person on the radio. But in real life, I'm wishing for failure for pretty much everybody I run wow, into. Wow, <laughs> look at that. I would have never guessed the that. The truth came me. out. The truth came uh, out. Yeah. George, we have a quick little rapid fire here. Christopher okay. Holmes, all right? Spotify yeah. or Apple Music? Apple Music. Whole milk or skim milk? I mean, neither. I actually do almond milk. For okay, a actually, time. I'm sorry. It was whole milk, skim milk, or almond milk. So you almond got milk. that one. Yeah, almond milk for like a decade. Yeah. Uh, Taylor Swift or Beyonce? Beyonce. Okay. All right. That's 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 a that's your rapid fire. Those are good. Those are good. I'm taking Beyonce as well. Now, Although gonna, I don't want the gonna, Swifties to get all up on me. They, you know they, I mean? they, like, there's I don't one giving me the side eye right now. There, there's yeah. one I know, that Emily. produces <laughs> 10 a.m. to 1:15. The Swifties, the Swifties, Riri's Navy, the Beehive, they all, I mean, listen, you, you don't want to mess with any of them. So I'm so I'm not, I don't want to do a Stephen A. Smith and get the, like, the, I'll take the Alicia Keys over all of them. The, the Swifties <laughs> in, choice. you know, in my mentions. All right, here's another one, George. This is from Beto and Whittier. It says, if you could go back in time, what would be the one thing you'd tell your 20 year old self to look out for in light of what you now know? I would tell my 20 year old self, don't argue with Steve Mason over Sean McVay. <laughs> that's good although that was definitely me really just pouring it on thick that day but i probably i would say to myself don't pour it on so thick okay just don't do it that because he literally texted everyone you lost a friend that day the <laughs> most ridiculous most high school thing i've ever heard of as an adult so. and i think that last answer goes back to you just wanting conflict more oh no there's no question but i listen i regret that one only because i definitely went too far that day i it's so funny because i called mason and left him a voicemail and i you know and and he he literally texts me back i don't know if he listened to it or not he just texts like me sincere back. voicemail or yes oh, just okay. like hey man yep. i was just screwing with you like you know what i mean like i because i talked to john right after the show and john understood i mean he was like no i get it because john it's so funny like, John, as he walked up out of the studio that day, said, oh, this is a great bit. Keep it up. And Mason didn't even look at me. Just walked out of the room and said, yeah, I don't think it's a good bit. <laughs> well, I'm glad we brought it back up again. I hope that yeah. it comes no, up I mean, we, we, later we, on the We've show. definitely you know, left that in the past many, many years ago. But it was, it was still, the, to this day, the I, funniest <laughs> thing and uh, both the most controversial thing I've been a part of at this station. All right. Poppin' Bottles writes, which team do you want to play the most in pickleball? Is it Kirk and DeMarco because they're beasts, or is it Venice Mace because you want to take him down? Oh, it's definitely Mason, just because I feel the comedy aspect of it, right? <laughs> like, this man can't do anything without getting hurt. So I, I just feel like if you're part of a match with Mason, regardless of when it is, there is a high likelihood that he is going to get hurt in this scenario. And thankfully, Tommy Lamb and the marketing group has uh, a lot of insurance. In <laughs> do they have, is it Cap's dad that's with him? With Mace, yeah. yeah. No, so he turned down Cap's dad, which is ridiculous. Because Cap's dad is actually really good at pickleball. He plays that's at uh, you know, the, you know, the community that they live in, the uh, elderly community that they live in. He plays every day. Like, this guy's legitimately mm. good. Meanwhile, Cap is sitting there. You know, Cap, this is the thing about Cap. And I love him to death, but he always talks a big game and then comes up short. It's like <laughs> when we did the golf outing a couple years ago, and I said, um, and we did the push-up thing, which Slee, by the way, eventually beat us all down the road. Um, you know, I, I said, you can't do 50 push-ups, like, just without even, like, without warming stopping. up. And he's like, he's like, of course I could do 50 push-ups. And then he literally collapsed and looked like he was going to die after, like, 42 <laughs> or 43. So, gotta- so he, he over-promises and under-delivers a lot. So he's like, we're going to play pickleball. You and I, we're going to practice. So I said, okay, great. There's a pickleball court right down the street from me. It's like 10 minutes away. I can, I can see if they'll let us reserve, which they didn't. They said it's first come, first serve, which is fine. So I said, okay, let's pick a day. And he's like, let's do Tuesday, which was yesterday, because we're off that day. I said, okay, great. I'm free all day. Like, I won't be, I'm dropping the kids off at school. The only thing I got to do is pick them up later in the afternoon, okay? And he's like, okay, no problem. So I get a text from him at 1140 in the morning. 
<laughs> hey, bro, not feeling well. Not going to be able to play pickleball. And I'm like, you're the one that wanted to practice. I literally moved everything all day. I said I'm going to be completely free that day just so you and I could play pickleball. And then, of course, no pickleball. No go. So we're not even going to – who knows? We're probably not even going to practice. It's just we're going to wing it. I see it. All right, we have clarification from Greg, though. So apparently uh, Mace still wants uh, Cap's dad. That's what Greg says. So you can take it up with Ka- with uh, Mace. Well, but he said he, he was trying to, like, finagle a way to get Kirk on his team not too long ago. Kirk's with know. DeMarco. I, yeah, I Kirk know, DeMarco, yeah. that's that's a okay. that's a tandem right there. Uh, I mean, Mason, he'll flip-flop. It doesn't matter. Cappy's dad's going to have to carry him in that situation anyway. George, so, you, you seem Emily. to be, this won't be an Ask Sedano. This is just more a comment. Um, yeah. You seem to be the guy that everybody is telling me when I go at Ireland for pouring water to come oh, to Sedano. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and by the way, Michael brings it up. Michael's like, well, what about Travis and, and, and Sedano? They, they probably got some ideas. So <laughs> I, might, we... I might be coming to you here pretty soon with oh, some listen, ideas. Oh, listen, I told you when we put, uh, you know, because we have a weekly, or not weekly, a day, I guess. Uh, Laker home Laker game. game yep, day. Right, Laker, Laker game, game day, yeah. day. We do Slee on the Spot at 445. And uh, the, the next show that you were on, the fir- we, forget about the Lakers, forget about putting you on the spot. I wanted to make sure that you knew that there are servants, services to be rendered, and I'm here for it. That's okay? great. I am here to help you and Travis come up with something that will be so epic that the audience and this station will never forget. We will raise your name into the rafters at 710 <laughs> for the best bit in the history of bits because what we will come up with, and I'm, I'm, I'm willing to, uh, you know... Uh, a lot of creativity Storyboard here. Storyboard it a little bit. Sure. Right. We're, you know, we can we could kind of work it out a little workshop bit. Workshop it. Workshop it. Yeah. I, I am willing to absolutely lend okay. my services at any time, any day. You just tell me when. I'll okay. send you the list of things that I've already sent Al, and we can start to narrow it down to the most sinister plans. I'm like the Liam Neeson in this <laughs> yes. situation. Exactly. I, I have a certain set of skills, and I'm willing to use them. All right. One more, uh, George, before we go. It's not an ask blank if we don't have at least one food-related item. This oh, is yeah. from John in Huntington Beach. And it says, why are the black beans made by Cubans so much tastier than when we make them as Mexicans? What's the secret? Hashtag Ask Sedano. Garlic and onions. Uh, garlic and onions. Cubans make everything with garlic. Garlic is the key to all mm. Cuban food. It's why, um, you know, no disrespect to anybody else who makes Cuban food in L.A. There's only a couple of places I've had where I feel like it's authentic to what I grew up to uh, when my grandma would make it. Uh, that's obviously Tropicana down in Downey. And then the other place is El Cochinito in Silver Lake. Uh, that's a sandwich place, place mostly. But it does, you know, it's a restaurant. But it, their, their best thing is the Cuban sandwich there. So those two spots, if you're in Silver Lake or Downey, pop into those two places. Uh, and it's garlic. Garlic is the key to all of it. There you go. John has his answer right now. Sedano, great job. Thank you, brother. And uh, don't don't go too far from your comics. We may do this a little more often. That yeah, well whenever, you, whenever you guys want. And again, Slee. Again, I have a certain set of skills, and I'm ready for it. <laughs> Thank you, George. Thanks, brother. Thank right, you, George. See you guys. Thanks, brother. All right, Sean Payton is the new head coach of the Denver Broncos. Good job, Chargers. You did it again. It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.